there are single people in the church having sex with each other and then coming to worship. They're single. Having sex outside of marriage and then coming to church. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, today. But tonight, I'm going another way. There are men and women who are unmarried and who go on trips out of town for the weekend together. Then they'll come back to church and worship and want to serve in ministry. Welcome to today's broadcast. This is Jerry G. Martin. We're bringing you messages this month on relationships. And today we're going to talk about a subject that we don't hear very much about. It is sexual immorality. This is a message for those who are single and a message for those who are married as well. Every believer needs to walk in purity. Join with us as we talk about this subject today as we walk in the light of God's Word. He's saying to us, if you're going to represent Christ, be careful how you're running because God is watching. He said, if you want God's presence, God's power, God's blessings, God's provision, all that God has for you, There are some things you're going to have to adjust in your life so that God can move in your life in a mighty way. No need to come into church talking about, God, I want your power to flow in me. I want to use me in a supernatural way. And then you you live in any kind of way. So last time we said that God was watching for idolaters. He's watching for those, the way that you adore, your adoration. So if you need the award... You need, God is watching your adoration. And today, God is watching your activities. So this sermon is, God is watching for sexual immorality. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1, has been our text, and this is going to be a series called God is Watching. Here's what he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1, For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, brothers, that our forefathers were all under the cloud, that they all passed through the sea. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And they all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. Nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them, and their bodies were scattered over the desert. So if you want that message, you can get the message from two weeks ago where God is watching and he's scattered. In verse 6 he said, now these things occurred as examples to us to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things just like they did. In verse 7 he said, do not be idolaters as some of them were and as it was written, the people sat down to eat and to drink and got up to indulge in pagan revelry. Verse 8, he says, then we should not commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 of them died. We should not test the Lord as some of them did and were killed by snakes. So next week it's going to be Lord, not the snakes. In verse 10, he says, and do not grumble as some of them did and were killed by the destroying angel. Paul mentions four things in here. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant. I want to tell you something. If you're going to walk with God, at least there's four things you need to be very, very aware of. Be aware of who you're worshiping and adoring. Don't you worship idols. Don't let anything come between you and God. Sucking 
Watch out for this sex stuff. Thirdly, don't tempt God. Don't mess with him. Don't play him. And then fourthly, watch your mouth. In verse 1 through 5, we see that God is watching over our behavior and our attitudes so that we ought to be careful about how we carry ourselves. Then I shared with you in verse 6 that God is watching idolaters. And today I want to take a closer look at verse 8 and share with you that God is watching sexual immorality. Look at verse 8 again. He said, we should not commit sexual immorality. That word in the King James is fornication. As some of them did, and one day 23,000 of them died. So what is fornication? What is sexual immorality? The definition of fornication is this. It's pornei, the Greek word that's used as pornei. And if you look very closely you will, and, and play with that word, you'll come up with pornography. Pornei, which means holotry, including adultery and incest and all of those things that God have identified. Now, in case you think that we left some things out, God gave some specific prohibition against certain sex acts. So generally, you can call sexual immorality is sex outside of your marriage with anybody. Since we're the people of God, we're always trying to find a way out and say, now, did you really mean this or that or the other? We're going to identify some specifics that God identified. And when God said, don't do this, he says, if you do that, that's immoral. God set the moral standard. Who sets the moral standard? God sets the moral standard. You don't set your own standard. We want to. So don't buy this philosophy out there. You know, it might be what's true for you might not be true for me. No, there's only one truth. So when the people of God were delivered from Egypt, and most of you know the story, when God delivered them out of Pharaoh's grasp and control and brought them into the, uh, out of Egypt, actually they hadn't made it to the promised land, God recognized that these people had been there for 400 years under this pagan authority and this pagan culture, and God says they don't have any rules or laws. I'm not going to hold them accountable if I didn't tell them what to do or what not to do. God began to give Moses. He brought him up to Mount Sinai and began to give him instructions. This is what you instruct these people. This is how I function. They are my people. They need to function according to my rules and according to my law. God wanted them to have no doubt about what was allowable and what was not allowable as the people of God. The inhabitants of the land where you're going, they are doing some wild and despicable things. In fact, God says... They're doing some stuff that's so wild and crazy over there. I'm going to take the land from them and give it to you. That's what was happening. God says, I'm giving it to you because I can't stand what they're doing. They're wild and despicable. But God said, for my people, God said, oh, no. You don't do that. Come on, say, we don't do that. So let's look at what God said we don't do. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 18, verse 1, and I'm going to go through this pretty quickly. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the Israelites and said to them, I am the Lord your God. Notice what he's saying before he say anything else. I'm the Lord your God. Remember, I brought you out. If I hadn't brought you out, you'd still be back there where you were. So since I brought you out, I'm the Lord your God. You must not do as they do in Egypt where you used to live. You must not do what they do in the land of Canaan where I'm bringing you. Do not follow their practices. You must obey my laws and be careful to follow my decrees. I am the Lord your God. Keep my decrees and laws for the man who obeys them will, will live by them. I 
am the Lord. He keeps telling them, I'm the Lord. So what does he tell them? And I just put these in points. Number one, no one is to approach any close relative to have sexual relations. I'm the Lord. Do not honor your father by having sexual relations with your mother. Do not have sexual relations with your father's wife. Do not have sexual relations with your sister, either your father's sister or your mother's daughter, whether she is born in the same home or elsewhere. Do not have sexual relations with your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter. Do not have sexual relations with the daughter of your father's wife. Do not have sexual relations with your father's sister. Do not have sexual relations with your mother's sister. Do not dishonor your father's brother by approaching his wife to have sexual relations. Do not have sexual relations with your daughter-in-law. Do not have sexual relations with your brother's wife. Do not have sexual relations with both a woman and her daughter. Do not have sexual relations with either her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter, for they are close relatives. Death is wickedness. Do not take your wife's sister as a rival wife and have sexual relations with her while your wife is living. Do not have sexual relations with your neighbor's wife and defile yourself with her. Do not give any of your children over to be sacrificed to Molech, for you must not profane the name of the Lord your God. I am the Lord. And do not lie with a man... As one lies with a woman. And he said, that is detestable. God said, ugh. Now, if everybody else is saying, don't do this, don't do this, that ain't, that ain't good, that's wickedness. But when he came to that, he said, ugh. And do not have sexual relation with an animal and defile yourself with it. A woman must not present herself to an animal to have sexual relations with it. That is a perversion. Now, why did he go through that long list? He already told them, don't do what they were doing in Egypt. They were doing that in Egypt. And don't do what they're going to do where you're going. They're doing that where you're going. That's why I'm identifying and say, don't do that. Look at what he says in verse 24. Do not defile yourself in any of these ways because this is how the nation that I'm going to drive out before you became defiled. Even the land was defiled, so I punished it for its sin, and the land vomited out its inhabitants. The native-born and the aliens living among you must not do any of these detestable things, for all these things were done by the people who lived in the land before you, and the land became defiled. And if you defile the land, it will vomit you out as it vomited out the nations that were there before you. And everyone who does any of these detestable things, such persons must be cut off from their people. Keep my requirements and do not follow any of the detestable customs that were practiced before you came and do not defile yourself with them. I am the Lord your God. So with that background, Paul is talking to the church in Corinth and saying, okay, don't, don't be ignorant, brother. I want, I want to give you some clue. I want to tell you. I want you to look back at the historical occurrence so you don't fall into the same thing. The incident of that sexual immorality that Paul was talking about in Corinthians is recorded in the book of Numbers where he said 24,000 were killed in one day. So while in the wilderness, the people begin to play the harlot with the daughters of Moab. Now, let me set this scene for you. The Israelites have come out of Egypt They're meandering their way through the desert. 
And uh, we know when we study, those of us who have looked at the scriptures and know the, the history in the, in the book of uh, Numbers, they are gathered right there before they go across the Jordan. In the book of Joshua, they go across the Jordan and make their first entrance into that land and they take the first city, that's Jericho. But they haven't got there yet. They're still on the east side of the river Jordan and they are camped out. And they're camped out and the people on the west side of the Jordan have heard about them and heard about how many there are and how strong they are and how powerful their God is and they are afraid of them. And they're sitting there. But look, Numbers 25, verse 1 says, While Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them to the sacrifice to their gods. The people ate and bowed down before these gods. So Israel joined in worshiping the Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against them. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thanks once again for joining us for this broadcast. We've been sharing with you messages on relationships, and I want you to continue to join us as we talk about marriage relationships, we talk about single relationships, we talk about, we're talking about inappropriate sexual abuse between a sister and a brother. We're talking about adultery and sexual immorality. All of these has to do with relationships. I want you to know that God is interested in our relationships and how we live and how we represent Him in everything we do. If you would like to hear today's message in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's the Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can listen to these messages or previous messages that we have aired on this broadcast. And I also invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's L-O-W-C-F dot O-R-G. And then join us in person on Sundays. God is moving in a significant way. Pastor Jackie is bringing the word of God. And so join us at 10 o'clock Sunday mornings at 16161 Old Humble Road. And don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore. You may need communion supplies, Bibles, or study resources, or anointing oil. Come and see us at the Beacon. It's right here on our campus. Call the Beacon now at 281 441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.